Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to President, Patriot, or Puppet. Today's topic is. America still the greatest nation on this planet? The reality is that the United States is in deep state of decline, and it is getting harder to deny the fact that with each passing day, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and financially, we are in a train wreck. Many that are patriotic attempt to put a happy face on our growing problems. But the truly patriotic thing to do is to admit just how bad things have gotten under Obama so that we can start finding solutions. I promise you that I know three great patriots who would die before they give up attempting to save our country, and those are myself, David Tippy, and Michael Talley and Dr. Mark Davis, and we lament on the subject of what we can do to attempt to find solutions to save America on this radio program every Thursday morning right here at 11 a.m. at President, Patriot, or Puppet. If you truly love this country, then you should know that this nation needs a huge wake-up call, and we are doing our part to do just that. We have abandoned the values and the principles that early Americans held so dear, and as a result, our society is a giant mess. We are supposed to have a government of the people, by the people, and for the people, but only about 25% of all Americans know that they are supposed to be the boss. How many Americans know How long U.S. senators are elected for? Of course, six years, but most of them are re-elected for life and become great criminals. And only a small percentage of Americans know how many U.S. senators there are. They have no idea that each state elects two senators, no matter the size or population of that state. Big money needs regulation from government officials to keep their monopoly, and they must rent our government officials to keep making their trillions. A great example of this regulation would be to examine the rented FDA. Americans spend more on health care per capita than anyone else in in the world by far, and yet we only rank 35th in life expectancy. America has the highest incarceration rate and the largest total prison population in the entire world by a wide margin, thanks to the intervention of government into our private lives and the removal of prayer from schools, children being forbidden to say the Pledge of Allegiance to our flag, all creating 
a destruction of the family from within. The absence of family values brings up the moral issues surrounding drug use or, more accurately, a subset of drug use specifically involving what are called recreational drugs. These are psychotropic drugs, that is, drugs with mind-altering effects that are taken mainly as a source of pleasure rather than the medical purposes. Just a note to add to the above, big money need for regulation. According to a study conducted by the Mayo Clinic, nearly 70% of all Americans are on at least one prescription drug. An astounding 20% of all Americans are on at least five prescription drugs, and drugs have never cured anything. They only mask a symptom, and that fools you into thinking they are doing good. And guess what? You or your insurance company purchases them for the rest of your life and that life is being shortened. But they make trillions of dollars for the monopoly gang, I lovingly refer to as the drug cartel. Yes, legal drugs kill hundreds of thousands more people than do legal or illegal drugs, excuse me. Americans spend more than $280 billion on prescription drugs each year, according to the Center's for disease control and prevention, doctors in the United States write more than 250 million prescriptions for antidepressants each year. Children in the United States are three times more likely to be prescribed antidepressants than children in Europe are. In the United States today, prescription painkillers kill more Americans than heroin and cocaine combined. And America has the highest rate of illegal drug use in the entire planet. Can you see why the illegal drug lords are pushing the kids across the borders with their drugs in tow? How about more regulation? That's what we need, right? In America, we even put 81-year-old women in prison for feeding the birds. Is America even paying attention? According to surveys taken some years ago, 29% of all Americans could not even name the vice president. However, it is not for sure that even the vice president can name the vice president, you know, Alzheimer's and stuff like that. Worse still, an alarming few Americans can even tell when the 9-11 attacks happened, and still fewer even recall the labeled workplace violence of the terrorist attack from the Fort Hood shooter, Nadel Hassan, as he was killing fellow, fellow soldiers screaming, Allah Akbar. But, of course, that was workplace violence, y'all. Right now, 29% of all Americans under the age of 35 are living with their parents. There are more people on welfare than in any time in history. Average SAT scores have been falling for years, and the level of education our kids are receiving in most of our public schools is a total joke. 
thanks in part to folks like Jeb Bush and his No Child Left Behind crap, when he was governor of Florida, to make matters even worse, now we have Common Core, who are finishing the job of the destruction of our educational system. Back in the 1970s, about one out of every 50 Americans was on food stamps. Today, one out of every six Americans is on food stamps. The marriage rate in the United States has fallen to an all-time low. Right now, it is sitting at a yearly rate of 6.8 marriages per 1,000 people. In the United States today, more than half of all couples move in together before they get married, and most of them do not get married. America has the highest divorce rate in the world by a good margin. America has the highest percentage of one-person households on the entire planet. It is hard to visualize why our prisons are getting more and more populated. A hundred years ago, 4.52 were living in the average U.S. household, but now the average U.S. household is, consists of 2.59 people. According to the Pew Research Center, only 51% of all American adults are currently married. Back in 1960, 72% of all adults in the United States were married. For women under the age of 30 in the United States, more than half of all babies are being born out of wedlock. At this point, approximately one out of every three children in the United States lives in a home without a father. If you have no father to slap your ass away from the table for being disrespectful, how are you going to learn to be respectful as a child and onward to adulthood? America has the highest teen pregnancy rate in the world by a very wide margin. Approximately one out of every 14 girls in the United States has at least one sexually transmitted disease. America has the highest STD infection rate, which is sexually transmitted infection, in the entire industrialized world. According to the latest figures released by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, there are 20 million new sexually transmitted infections in the United States every single year. And Americans in the 15 to 24-year-old age range account for approximately 50% of those new sexually transmitted infections. America produces more pornography than any other nation in the world, and America is producing more and more registered sex offenders. If you choose to be a constitutionalist in America today, you may be labeled a potential terrorist by the U.S. government. Many that are patriotic attempt to put a happy face on growing problems, but the truly patriotic thing to do is to admit just how bad things have gotten so that we can start finding solutions. If you truly love this country, then you should know that this nation needs a huge wake-up call, and it better start in November of 2014. America has the largest national debt in history of the world. Back in 1980, the U.S. national debt was less than $1 trillion. Today, it's over $17 trillion. 
can we agree that we, the people, must insist that our employees, which are the folks we elect in government, must turn off the printing press, take it away from the unelected Federal Reserve, and stop spending money like it was free money, according to the Congressional Budget Office. Interest payments on the national debt will nearly quadruple over the next 10 years. Americans spend more money on elections than anyone else does in the entire world by a wide margin, and we laugh at those who attempt to get elected that are not backed by the trillionaires. Then we wonder why things never change. I don't know, just a a thought, mind you, but look up the word insanity. Seventy percent of Americans do not have confidence that the federal government will make progress on the important problems and issues facing the country in 2014. But if Joe the plumber, who would give his life to save his country, ran for office against the John Kerry's of America, the John Kerry's, with all of the money, would win in an overwhelming majority. America, we have to wake up and see that what we keep doing over and over is not working. Remember that I did mention that each state elects two senators, no matter the size and population of the state. Well, that would equal 100 if only we had 50 states. But Obama has taught us that we have more than that, right? The Obama reminds me of a very bad joke. It's about a person who never has a clue about anything, and never has any proof of identity? Oh, does that bring him to mind? So November is coming, and we have to fire the rhinos and clean the slate with the left-wing Democrats who hate America. George Washington was the inevitable choice to lead this nation. But after the revolution, there was some uncertainty on how he should be addressed. Should it be your highness, your majesty? The obvious final decision in this republic, perilously liberated from the royalty who owned us as slaves, became the word Mr. President. It is plain as day to me that the Obama when he is completed with his task of destroying America from within, that he will take over with martial law and demand to be addressed as Your Highness. I see him now with similar wording. My wording would be, You are hind-ass, or ass-a-hind. I think that's ass-a-nine, but you get the picture. Let's there be no mistake that Obama is behind the open borders in our southern states. He wants to flood our extremely poor economical system with more exposure to ensure the destruction of America. Illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, please, from more than 75 countries are attempting to enter the United States, including some from countries with outbreaks of Ebola virus and others from terrorist hotbeds. 
according to an intelligence report from the Customs and Border Protection Agency obtained by the Brett Bart News of Texas, most of the human smuggling from Syria, Albania, into the United States comes through Central America, and there is also an increasing number of border apprehensions of people from nations suffering from the Ebola outbreaks. In total, 71 people from three countries affected by the current Ebola outbreak have either turned themselves in or been caught attempting to enter the U.S. illegally between January 2014 and July 2014. Meanwhile, Texas Governor Rick Perry insisted in an interview on CNN's State of the Union on Sunday that his state is seeing historic record highs of people being apprehended from countries that have substantial terrorist ties, including Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Syria. I'm the governor of the state of Texas, Perry said. My citizens' safety is what is foremost here, and it hasn't got anything to do with anything other than those numbers of individuals who are coming across the border illegally. And when you think about the idea that some of them are from countries that have substantial terrorist ties, whether it's Pakistan, Afghanistan, or Syria, we are at historic record highs with individuals being apprehended from those countries. PoliticalFact.com has said that it has not been able to substantiate similar statements Perry and others have made in the past. It said it has not been able to find any figures showing that the U.S. has seen a surge in a number of people apprehended from the uh, countries on the State Department's list of state-sponsored terrorism or terrorist-safe havens and has called the claims not accurate and ridiculous. Nevertheless, the report obtained by Brett Bart found that 28 people from Pakistan were caught attempting to enter the United States this year alone, with an additional 211 that either turned themselves in or were caught at official ports of entry. In addition, four people from Yemen were caught by border agents in 2014, and an additional 34 turned themselves in or were caught trying to sneak through the official port of entry. And four people from Somalia, another country known for being a source of Islamic terrorist activity, were caught trying to get past border patrol agents this year, while an additional 290 either turned themselves in or were caught attempting to illegally pass through official ports of entry. Let me ask Michael Talley and Dr. Mark Davis their view on the destruction of America. Come in first, Mike. Oh, good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing today? Well, it's just amazing this boy's trying to transform the country. And even with... Hamas attacking Israel and planting their, their rockets in residential areas and mosques. Obama calls that unfortunate. This boy is having an African country.
conference while Putin is running crazy with the world. Uh, ISA is going through Syria, uh, destroying them and trying to expand its hold. Uh, Hamas, <clears throat> a known terrorist group, never a country. And these are people that hide in mosques and residential areas and churches and school. Well, mosques, really, not churches. <sighs> Fire the rockets, and then the news media, the com- ever-compliant Obama news media, says, well, Israel has a right to defend itself. They all start out with that, and then they say everything contrary to that. But they're killing women and children. We can't have that. You go to the border problem. Biden comes out and says, well, they're all our children. This guy wouldn't recognize his wife if he tripped over her. The, the comments these people make, you got the, uh, and we're jumping all over the place, but there's so many topics. You got the minimum wage. These people at McDonald's and Wendy's and wherever they may be making minimum wage think, oh, Obama's trying to protect me. He's trying to get more money. Three things happen. One, the price of everything goes up if you increase the minimum wage. Two, geez, I can't imagine but Obama gets, Obama gets more tax money. And three, it's a redistribution of wealth. I mean, there's always something behind it. Now, once the boy gets back from his... Uh, 42nd vacation in uh, Martha's Vineyard. Uh, stroke of the pen. I've got a phone and a pen. Everybody here now is legal. And guess what? Tomorrow I'm going to say they can vote. You know, we just, this person cannot be trusted. Yeah. And the only thing we've got is our vote in November because the, the low information, uh, stupid voters, <clears throat> they get their news off of Stewart off of CNN, off of MSNBC, well, both people watching MSNBC are listening to it, they don't get information on what's actually going on. I know people that I consider to be fairly intelligent, they got no clue what's going on. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes, this boy is doing everything he can to try to destroy the country, to bringing drugs in. we got about 6% of the population of the world in the United States consume about 67% of the drugs. This open borders bringing in terrorists, and they're saying that they're all children, which i got to tell you, a four-year-old coming across the border by himself, not happening. And if I was at the border and a four-year-old came across, I'd send them home. They're not all our children. We're not the humanitarian. Uh, like We've got people like Pelosi and even the Pope saying, well, we should take them all in. We're not the world's parents. Anybody coming across, and Obama even comes out and says himself, in a side-winding way of saying, well, the, we shouldn't have children coming into our country. No, he says we shouldn't have unaccompanied minors coming into our country. Oh, Doctor, what are your thoughts? Well, first of all, there are a number of hot spots around the world right now that people are not focusing on as much as they should. One in the Ukraine, uh, our disrespect and weakness in the world has caused that hot spot to explode. 20,000 troops of Russian origin are now on the borders of Ukraine, and, they, and apparently Putin wants to take over Ukraine. And the other thing is Putin is loved by his people, 90% favorable rating, if you could believe that. So that's one hotspot. In Israel itself, even though there's a ceasefire right now, that's not going to hold. There will be more rockets coming back from Iran. Uh, they'll build new tunnels. We gave them $47 million, uh, not for humanitarian aid, but that's going to go for buying missiles and uh, rebuilding the tunnels. So that that's not going to stop. John Kerry has been very ineffective in, in the, on, the, on that scene and in Egypt. He went over to Egypt to try to get them to help 
a broker of peace deal there, but that that won't hold us. We know on the borders themselves, you're saying that the Africans are coming across the border. That means the Ebola virus could potentially reach uh, into the cities here. M- most people do not understand the Ebola virus how how toxic it is to the populations, and and many of the facts are being withheld. Even in Fox Media, when I was listening to their descriptions, they were reading what was out of Wikipedia, not the reality of what Ebola virus really can do. As for education, uh, David said excellent uh, analysis of the educational system. The SATs have been diluted, yet the kids are still having lower grades on the SATs. Common Core education is destroying the infrastructure uh, of America. We need to bring in foreigners because we don't have enough Ph.D. scientists and workers, skilled workers here to do the job. We're educating people in our high schools to flip uh, uh, burgers and uh, cook fries, not to do uh, skilled labor as we need. As my wife is a dentist, she's having a hard time finding dental assistants that can do anything. That's how dumb it is. And here in Maryland, we see people on, uh, as soon as they get over the border, they're on food stamps. They're on medical assistance. But I mentioned the other day they have Egyptians coming into the office with medical assistance cars driving up in BMWs. It's gotten crazy here. At least a third of the population is on some kind of entitlement here and or uh, works for the blow to the government. Government is soaking up a lot of people to work for them. Most of them are foreigners uh, or people from the inner cities, and that's how they're keeping down the, uh, the uh, unemployment rate. So there's a number of issues we need to discuss how America is deteriorating very quickly. As for the military might, and just to finish the point, our military might is being shrunk down to a level of 450,000 soldiers. Pink slips are going down. You may have seen the article this week that 500 uh, majors and colonels have gotten pink slips that are still in the field, many of them. So crazy is getting crazier. And if Obama goes for this amnesty thing, I think they should pull his backside in and impeach him very quickly because there's no other choice. Well, Putin is the strongest leverage. I mean, we talk, uh, Obama's talking about sanctions and even even the uh, the House and the, the Senate. We do not have the upper hand. Putin has the upper hand. Do you know that we buy our rocket engines from them? We don't even have the technology still here. We, when we have the technology. We don't have the, the scientists and the workers and et cetera because we abandoned all of that, and we still have to hitch a ride from, for the Russians to get to the space station. We, it, the sanctions could be, hey, uh, how about this? We will stop shipping the rocket engines to you that you spend the $70 billion a year uh, to Russia to uh, uh, purchase those. It's the stupidest thing in the world. We come up with some asinine things, and the people have got to wake up. We, we don't have a, a complete understanding of what's going on, and there isn't going to be a time where we have a great deal of this, such as Obamacare isn't about health care. It's about bankrupting the middle class. Now, the middle class, he's always, he comes out and he bursts and says, I'm always for the middle class. He's wanting to destroy. He wants a two-class system. The serfs and the absolute ultimate wealthy. Okay, that's it. What What do you think he came into office with? We're going to uh, regulate the coal industry out of business. You know, it doesn't matter that the middle class would would come 
tumbling down, and of course the 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 lower and and uh, poorer class is would but have already been destroyed. People do not look at that. The, they get involved in that addicting thing of government dependency, and they close their eyes on what's happening. It's about redistribution of wealth in the middle class and small business to Obama voters. Right. The poor and the unions, right? Uh, its goal is to wipe out the last vestiges of the middle class of America, creating that two-class society, the super-rich and the super-poor. Obama learned well he was, when he was studying the uh, Cloward Piven, uh, uh, Francis Cloward uh, uh, and the Francis Piven uh, in, in Columbia University. Now, although they never saw him there, you know, classmates came out and wrote about what they were learning in that class, which was uh, to destroy the middle class, to overwhelm the system with massive spendings and, and entitlements because they saw America as the, uh, the person needing to die. We need to get rid of America and start over. You know, that uh, that uh, group called, uh, I guess the Wayne Allen it was his name, that was in that uh, class, wrote the article about how, what they were teaching. And it was the uh, one of the kids come running in the class and said, the president has been shot. That's when uh, Reagan was president. And they all stand up and yelled and cheered and high-fived and jumped around. They, they thought Reagan had been shot to death. Of course, he, he received a bullet wound but didn't, didn't die. But that's what that entire university is about. And we have those people that are professed to be communists who now have tenure and cannot be fired in our universities. One of the greatest things that we need to do, and we're talking about fixing problems, is to get rid of tenure and, of course, all the stupidity that's taking place. A government can't even run a post office, and we're counting on it to run our educational system. Please, let's wake up. Educational system and health system. Yeah. Yeah, we got a sworn communist, Abbasio, that wins in New York. And that always amazed me. New York was attacked on 9-11. But look how liberal they are. Look how condescending they are to the real Americans. And like you're saying, David, you've always got these people speaking up, the uh, Columbia, Berkeley people, the hippies from the 60s that are now on the news, theoretical news media, that hate the country. Not one of them have ever moved out of the country. They hate they're, it. Te- they're teaching. They're teachers. They're professors. Yeah, I agree with you. Take away tenure. You don't get a tenure in any position. If you're not good at what you do, you get fired. You got Holder speaking up, and I know we're jumping all over the place, but Holder made a comment that there are too many blacks in prisons. Well, geez, dum-dum, why do you think that is? The prisons don't bring people in just to say, okay, we're going to go after the blacks. <laughs> they cause a problem, they get arrested, they get put in prison. The reason there's too many blacks in prison 
is because the higher proportion of blacks are criminals. Like it or not, that's the way it is. That single-family household uh, talk about coming it. in. There's no yeah. family values. Yeah. You heard about the bake sales, that the federal government's getting involved in bake sales in every state in the, in the country to push uh, uh, Madame Obama's uh, itinerary uh, of not having sugar in, in the meals. Well, we talked to some luncheonette assistants here in Maryland, and these people say the kids are throwing the foods away. They're offering broccoli and cauliflower instead of pizza, uh, donuts, and, and other things, and the kids don't want to eat the food, so they're eating potato chips and, and whatever drinks that, that they have there or they're taking it from home. It's a real it's a real problem to tell kids that they can't have a bake sale, they can have a marshmallow treat here and there or a cupcake or something like that. That's, it's, a, it's unbelievable how involved the government has gotten into our lives right now. Uh, we're, we're seeing more and more involvement here in, in this state. This is a very blue state. And Maryland, if you look at it, it is an experimental state for the, for the larger country. 70% of households in Baltimore City, we may have t- discussed this before, are single-parent homes. These kids, they grow up a little bit, then they're released to the streets, and the crime levels here are at astronomical levels, and most of the crime is done by black kids, unfortunately. Uh, we had an incident outside the office of last week. I was leaving about 11.30 at night. There was a black kid standing there. It's a strip mall, a long strip mall. He's standing just out of, out of my sight that I couldn't see him. I opened the door to the uh, office because we're on the first level, and there he's standing. I closed the door. I called my son. My son drove up. This is what they're doing. They're causing problems. They're standing around saying they're not doing anything when they're setting up to, to victimize somebody. That's how they set things up. And as grown up in the inner city, I, I've seen this a hundred times. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're at fault. There's no doubt about it. You know, there's, there is a great way to explain this thing, and I keep going back to that Columbia University training. It's always about lying and cover-up the yeah. Marxist agenda and destroying the middle class. But they teach that you boil the frog slowly. Columbia taught that you set the fire law, low so that the frog won't complain. By the time he realized what's happening, he'd, you know, his ass would be cooked. Well, America, we are being cooked. And it's high time we stop paying attention to what the last and next crisis is, was, and pull the curtain back and see the puppeteers before our goose is cooked. Now, the smoke and mirrors is why every Obama speech starts and ends with, I'm here to save the middle class. While his actions, of course, are annihilating the middle class, he's boiling the frog slowly. By the time the middle class realizes he's the killer, air the prey, they'll already be cooked. You know, I can't believe that we can't get the point across. We do a wonderful job of bringing the points out. We never run from anything. We are never going to be subjected to political correctness. And I'm proud of what we're doing. I just hope that we get circulated enough that people can wake up. We've got our... Our one and only chance coming up in 2014 to get rid of the rhinos and the left-wing garbage that is trying to destroy this country, take that Senate back, and set the Obama ass out of the office and 
to stop what he's done, stop everything that he's done, and redirect America back to being America. We've got to save it, and it's we, the people. We've got to wake up and understand we are the boss. We hire those people, but we keep doing the same things over and over. We've got to get the Trey Gowdies of the world and not those criminals. We have to back the right people and stop letting the John Kerry's of the world, because of the Bucks, get in and have a say. What do you guys think? Well, we got to stop the Democrats from choosing our Republican candidate like they did in Mississippi. And we have Republicans that put money into that, too, trying to tear down the Tea Party candidate. Yeah. You know, they're, they're over there trying to run our elections. And the problem is the news media won't let this information out. People don't know what's going on. Only because, not just because of the news media, you can always find out what's really happening. You've got the Internet. Yeah, people that you can talk to, it's there. You just have to go out and look for it. Just because the uh, some of these states like Mississippi have it where the Democrats can vote in our primary, electing our, can- or electing our candidate, are you crazy? And the, and the people that you're relating to as far as the middle class, Obama going out there and running on the fact that if you want to start a coal plant, we'll bankrupt you. And the people in middle America think that Obama is for them. Who do, you, do these people think works in the coal mines? You got Steve Forbes down there. You got Soros. You got Jobs. Yeah, I don't think so. You got middle America working in the coal mines. These people wouldn't even go down to one of those little 2024 20, high cars to see what it looks like. Obama, by his own word, is just hurting and destroying the middle class. Obama has pulled a lot of the licenses of the mines in West Virginia, yet the West Virginia folks who are mainly Democrats are still going for Obama. It's a paradoxical situation. I cannot understand it. And I, there was an interview with one of the miners, and he was still all of He loved Obama. It, there's a disconnect somewhere between the reality of what's happening around us and how people feel about Obama. It's as though uh, Cassandra, if you remember Cassandra from Greek uh, literature, they would say something but nobody would believe them. You know, in this case, it's a, it's a reverse. He says a lie, everybody believes it. And, exactly. and, and, and he continues to do this. He's done everything he could to destroy education. And that's where the problem is. There's two problems. The traditional family has been destroyed under Obama, and the educational system has been dumbed down. With those two things, you have chaos running through the traditional family, and morality is just going out the door completely. And they had an attack on religion, which they're still doing right now. So how could a society have any sanity when the very basic uh, building blocks of that society have been removed? It doesn't make any sense. Well, people fall for it, and they still vote for them. You've got, uh, I think, 100 Spanish or Hispanics in Hollywood came out and signed something indicating that we should allow all these people coming over across our border. The people that don't like this even more than, than you know true Americans like we are are the people that went the proper way to come to the country. And now all of a sudden we're bringing them over, letting them come in when they turn themselves into the border. The Border Patrol takes them to a place where they can live. They're taught how to apply for food stamps, how to apply for welfare. The ruining of all of our schools. 
I can guarantee you that when September, when schools open, there'll be Spanish foreign language schools that won't be taught in English. They'll be taught in their own tongue because this head idiot wants that to happen. Waters down the country. It ruins, like David said, it ruins the family. It ruins the way people used to come to the country. They always hide by the fact, well, the United States was built by immigrants. True, not illegal immigrants, but immigrants that came over. They wanted to blend into society. They were proud to be Americans. These people come over and don't learn our language, and they gather in their own little groups so they can all speak whatever language they happen to speak, and they want to transform the country with Obama's permission into their own little country. And they just take our money, send it home. These people are not legal immigrants, every you know, one of them. Exactly. You, you remember you sent me Miss Rosemary Labonte's uh, message on this, and I think the entire world needs to know this because it, it's so true, words put in, in exactly the way that I believe and the way that all three of us believe here on this radio program right now. And it says, none of the first-generation Americans coming from other countries ever gave any thought about what country their parents had come from. They were Americans now. Back in the 1900s, when there was a rush from all the areas of Europe to come to the United States, people had to get off the ship and stand in long lines in New York and be documented. Some would even get down on their knees and kiss the ground. They made a pledge to uphold the laws and support their new country in good and bad times. They made learning English a primary rule in their new American households. And some even changed their names to blend in with their new home. Most of the children came of age when World War II broke out. They waved goodbye to their birthplace give their children a new life and did everything in their power to help their children assimilate into the culture. Nothing was handed to them. No free lunches, no welfare, no labor laws to protect them. All they had were their skills and craftsmanship that they had brought with them to trade for the future of prosperity. Now, it goes on and on, but she was wonderful about explaining what was taking place. How proud immigrants who love to leave wherever they're at to come here legally, legally, not illegally. And for those that can sit back and say, well, they're children and they're coming across, we should help them. Listen, the drug cartel has abused and made uh, puppets out of them to get their drugs across the border. That's the highest per capita income there is on the planet. And we consume more than any other place in the world, as I'm sure Mike uh, Talley's book is going to uh, uh, shed light on. Give, give me a little something about your book, Mike. 
Well, it was written basically because of the problems my daughter's been going through with, with heroin addiction. And my background is in engineering and sales, and I changed completely in order to start a drug testing business, talk to parents about what their kids are getting involved in. And it's incredible. I've got a, uh, well, she's about 20 now, but a niece. When she was 16, I was talking to her about the book and the things that kids go through. And I said, well, these teenagers even have parties where they collect all the pills out of the house and throw them in a bowl, not knowing what they are. She knew about that. I barely knew about smoking when I was 16. But parents are afraid to talk to their kids. You know, I don't know why. They think they've got to be a friend. Talk to your kids. Tell them what's going on. And I've had questions from parents saying, well, I used marijuana when I was younger. Do I tell my kids that? Hell yeah. Talk to them. They're going to listen to you more than somebody that doesn't know anything about it. I've even brought my daughter to uh, meetings so they could ask questions. They'll listen to her. Kids will listen to her. Me, I, you know, I'm just an older person that doesn't do drugs and never did. They'll listen to somebody that's been through it, if they listen to anybody at all. But the drugs change their brain pattern. Marijuana burns brain cells, no matter what anybody tells you. It always throws your brain chemistry off, no matter what drug you're involved in or into. Which is another reason we've got to close the borders. We've got drugs coming in in so many different ways. We've got drugs. We've got the M13 drug gang coming across the border. And their only objective is to sell drugs to the states. Gives them an easier way to do it. you got to talk to your kids. I've got friends whose kids have used drugs. They say, well, I talked to them. They're not going to do it anymore. Are you kidding me? like telling somebody about sex they did it once they don't want to do it anymore <laughs> this draw of drugs is much stronger than the draw of sex which ain't a bad draw but you talk to somebody that's done both they'll go for drugs every morning they wake up trying to figure out how to get their drugs and like you're saying doctor with somebody standing outside your place that guy could have been looking to see what kind of pills you got you know, being a doctor and him knowing about it. Now, he, he, he was the uh, Trayvon Martin type who was about to do something, and he knew it, and I knew it. I should have called the cops. I called my son. He was close by. He came right over, of course. So these are the kind of things that we have here in Maryland regularly. This is this is not an isolated incident. Uh, three Afro-American, if you will, broke into a trailer park here in Harford County and killed the guy for a few bucks, I think, two nights ago. This is going on and on and on. And this is a relatively safe county. We have Aberdeen Proving Grounds here. But I could tell you the crime is coming, and with introducing these new criminals, these new criminal gangs, these Hispanic gangs, it's going to just get worse and worse. And this county now has a lot of Hispanics in it. But most of them seem to be employed. The other the irony of the Hispanics, they have full employment. We don't, and they do. Did you figure that one out? They have, they're more employed than we are as a group. So uh, the, the government's looking after them. They're a protected group. They're getting lots of money, the Hispanics, and, and uh, they're taking off our, our backs. We pay an exorbitant amount of taxes to support this uh, entitlement society, and somewhere along the line, it's going to break down. It has to. I'm worried about the violence that is coming. I'm worried about the diseases that are coming. I'm worried about the oppressive health care system that we haven't even discussed today that's coming. Where the um, emergency room is going to look like the motor vehicles on a Monday morning. You know how busy that is. 
when it, when it first opens up. So uh, it, it's going to get very, very bad before it gets better, for sure. Especially with this boy bringing over the Ebola virus to oh, yeah. our country. Yeah, if somebody wants to go over and administer to the people in third world countries, they don't bring home what you went over there to try to get rid of. No. And now the government is saying, well, you can't, it does not transmit it through the air. Really? Why do you we have, don't have know that, that for a fact. We don't know that, absolutely. Because well, if it's transferred by fluids uh, and then we breathe out, we exhale, uh, there's a chance it could happen like that. But more to the point on that, it it takes three to three days to two two to three weeks to get into the system. Closer to the three days, people get very very sick with flu-like symptoms. Eventually, they get multi-organ failure and die. But the bodies still have the the bug in it, the virus. Uh, so they have to dispose of the body very quickly. People can shed through their semen if they will through fluids. It could be on um, medical equipment, as an example. We don't know how long outside the body it lives. I haven't seen any literature to support it. It doesn't live there for a week, a month, a day. You can get on toilets. It's, so we're, we're going to have a lot of cases here. They'll be isolated first. The, news, the left-wing news media will suppress it. But by and large, Ebola is coming to America. Just get ready. And we have no way to come at it. Yeah, we, we've got to get two messages across real quick, and that is Joe Scarborough. I'm, I'm telling you, one of the scumbags of the world yeah. uh, said on his program, in harsh that Israel's actions in Gaza was engaging in indiscriminate killing. I'm sick to death of that mainstream media, especially that MSNBC bunch of crappers over there. They simply are throwing rocks at Israel, our only ally, really, in the entire world, if you want to think about it. We pay other people to play like they're our friends. But our only ally and friend in that area that is a democracy, and he is throwing rocks at them because Hamas is shooting rockets from schools and mosses, like uh, uh, Mike was saying, and then they are shooting back in defense, and, and the collateral damage is taking place. That's what happens in war is collateral damage. Those people, Hamas terrorist group was elected by the Palestinians. They put them there. So who's responsible for the collateral damage? The people who put the terrorists in place. That's who's responsible. Well, we don't have a news media over here. We don't have a news media over here. It's a statement all in itself. But the ones that these people listen to are lying. They start every conversation just like you're saying, Obama starts the conversation with, I'm for the middle class. These people start the conversation, well, Israel has the right protect, to protect themselves. Then they say, but. All the equipment, concrete, building supplies that's been sent to across the Gaza, they build tunnels with them. And I mean, do you know what? We may have paid for all of that with all the money we've been giving to Hamas and all the other terrorist organizations out there, the, uh, uh, the Muslim Brotherhood and all. It's incredible. We give billions of dollars to them. And, and look at this ISIS coming over from Syria and taking over Iraq. And what does Obama do? Uh, of all of the problems in, in Iraq, Iraq and, and, and uh, Afghanistan are now solved. It's kind of like when he played like he killed uh, uh, 
Osama bin Laden, who's been dead for many, many years. And then mysteriously, the seals that were in there that took the pictures that did not show any of the kidney dialysis equipment that all professionals in the in that area of of medicine would would have to agree that would have to be there. Then all of the seals were killed, and they and of course, oh, they had to bury them at sea, so there's no there's no part of the body left. This is incredible. This is a liar in chief, not only Muslim in chief, but we are being buried with his lies and we have people like the doctor was saying just now that that they they go along with him they can't see reality what is it we're going to have to do to wake these people up well we got to get the news media asking questions the uh, this miscreant that we call a president small p mm-hmm. had a news conference the other day and one of the reporters hands their typical softball questions well the way you're going around Congress, which was started by Bush, everything goes back to Bush. Wake up. Bush has been gone for five, six years. You elected this idiot, idiot, into the White House. Yeah. All he's done is try to hurt the country. you got Michelle ruining these kids' lunches. They throw them away. Of course they throw them away. You can't get the kids to eat vegetables at home for dinner. Lunch, they're going to do it voluntarily. They got a black market Twinkies going around through the lunch system. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's working to destroy the country, and the news media has got his back. Obama doesn't understand what these I've got some old newspapers, the uh, Second World oh, War. Sorry. That was when we had journalists. They told you what was happening in Italy and overseas. Yeah. Today, you can't trust it. I don't even buy newspapers. You can't trust them. No. I'm sorry, Doctor, what were you saying? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to speak over you. I'll- Obama does not understand the executive order. It started during the time of Washington when uh, Congress was not in session and he needed to do a few administrative functions, so he wrote a request to do this. It was was more of an administrative function. Obama now has uh, 182 executive orders under his belt since day one, but his circumvent legislation never meant to circumvent legislation he's creating new legislation with his executive orders and people keep saying hey look bush had more fdr had more well, fdr was in, in power for 12 years plus so of course he'd had 3500 of them but and there was a world war under his belt as well this is a guy who is taking the constitution turning it on its head inside out by doing what he's doing now. If he provides amnesty to 5 million more people through an executive order, I don't think it's legal anyway. I don't think it should be followed. I don't think it should be enforced. I think at that point in time, there should be civil insurrection. Something, somewhere, somehow, who's ever listening to this show should go protest in Washington, D.C. Enough is enough. The school systems are overwhelmed. The health care system will be overwhelmed. The entitlement system is going to be bloated beyond comparison. And these people, these amnesty people, will get jobs ahead of American citizens. I guarantee it. Look who's taking the tolls. Look who's doing your lawn. Look who's working at post offices now and stuff. There are foreigners, by and large, not only Hispanics. But when the amnesty comes, it's not only going to come for Hispanics. It's going to come for everybody who comes across the borders. And they're just running across right now to get in here before the amnesty comes. You know, this is a great this is a great letter that points out how we ought to be explaining to the general public uh, when 
this is a, a boss. Uh, he's uh, involved in an industry, and he says, uh, Dear employees, as the CEO of this organization, I have resigned myself to the fact that Barack Obama is our president and that our taxes and government fees will increase in a big way. To compensate for these increases, our prices would have to increase by about 10%. But since we cannot increase our prices right now due to the dismal state of the economy, we will have to lay off 60 of our employees instead. This has really been bothering me since I believe we are a family here, and I didn't know how to choose who would have to go. So this is what I did. I walked through the parking lots and found 60 Obama bumper stickers on the employees' cars and have decided these folks will be the ones I let go. I can't of a more fair way to approach the problem. They voted for change, so I gave it to them. I will see the rest of you at the annual company picnic. <laughs> I think that's they great. Put it for change. That's funny. What you do? <laughs> that's funny. They voted for them. They got them. Now they can they can enjoy them. You talk about all the prices going up. This is where the individual lower middle income person is going to see it. We have a local place we go to get ice cream once in a while. Four days ago, it cost us seven dollars and fifty cents. It went two days ago. Now it's eight dollars and thirty-five cents, eleven percent increase. Yeah. But we're not going back. It's bad enough spending what we did in the first place, but when they increase it like that, and their excuses, well, the price of meat went up. Really, it's a hamburger yeah. place. But are you kidding me? That's going to happen everywhere. Have you noticed the the burgers at uh, Burger King have gotten smaller? So are the buns a lot smaller. You're paying for a Whopper and you're getting a Whipper. A Whipper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is more expensive too. The fries yeah, are about, worse than ever. What about gasoline? <laughs> you know, we wouldn't even have to have. We wouldn't have to have the prices of gasoline right now if we yeah. didn't have a czar that was put into office by Obama that said he wants gas to be at $5 a gallon. We want to be equal to Europe. Yeah. We've got more gas, more oil, more everything over here than, than all of the other countries combined. And for us to regulate it out of our country and not drill and use the fracking and all of the other assets that we have, it, to absolutely restrain that industry is exactly what he's doing. Regulate, 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 yeah. and keep the prices high. Destroy that middle class. And, of course, the poor are already going to be abominated. They think that Obama check keep going, but it's not. When we hit the bottom, all of us are going to crash. You know, it's it's so it's so terrible not to be able to explain to people and they will come back after you explain and they'll just say that's not true that's not true you know it's incredible but all of it is true it's a yeah. thing that we, we could we can stop our own demise but they don't want they being obama <laughs> company does not want to stop the demise no. that's the entire I, I, intent yeah, I want to get something quick before we run out of time. There was a great picture I saw the other day. 
Putin and Obama. Obama's sitting there with a poodle on his lap, and Putin is sitting there with a leopard on his lap. And there you go. Tells the whole story. Exactly. Yeah, it's a it's a plain and simple. I I, I think it's so dumb that that people can't see the logic behind yeah. illogic of this president and presidency, and how they can be so many Democrats following in the trenches with that bastard. I cannot believe it. I just can't. It's 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 too much for one person to even. We are coming down to the wire again. Guys, let's do this again. Dear President Obama, we the people have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We the people have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.